ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يسألونك عن الساعة أيان مرساها فيما أنت من ذكراها إلى ربك منتهاها صدق الله العظيم Most respected ulama, elders, beloved brothers Everything in this world has a stipulated lifespan Insan also has a stipulated lifespan After which he will pass away Animals also have a stipulated lifespan. And in the same way, the dunya also has a stipulated lifespan. When the lifespan of the dunya will come to an end, that is what we refer to as the day of Qiyamah. In regards to the day of Qiyamah, various places in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala describes the day of Qiyamah. That what a horrific day this day of Qiyamah is. يَوْمَ يَكُونُ النَّاسُ كَالْفَرَاشِ الْمَبْثُوثِ It is such a day when people will come out of their covers. They will be like scattered moths, like how moths are. In confusion, running to the plains of reckoning. That is how people will be tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah. وَتَكُونُ الْجِبَالُ كَالْعِهْنِ الْمَنْفُوشِ The mountains will be like flakes of cotton wool. Huge mountains which have Allah Ta'ala placed to bring stability on the earth. On the day of Qiyamah, they'll be flying around. What is the day of Qiyamah? But when will this Qiyamah take place? This is not in our knowledge. This is in the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala. Inna Allah indahu ilmu That verily by Allah Ta'ala is the knowledge of Qiyamah as to when Qiyamah is going to take place. In this ayat that I've recited, Saba asked Nabi Sallallahu Allah Ta'ala says, Yes, aluna They asked you in regards to Qiyamah. Ayyana mursaha. When is Qiyamah going to take place? Allah Ta'ala says, فِيمَ أَنْتَ مِنْ ذِكْرَاهَا What are you going to answer today, O Nabi Alayhi Salaam? You don't even know when Qiyamah is going to take place. إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ مُنْتَحَاهَا That the term of Qiyamah is towards your Rabb. Allah Ta'ala knows the term when Qiyamah is going to take place. This is in the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala. However, there are many alamat, there are many signs of Qiyamah by which a person will recognize, he will know that we are now getting closer to the day of Qiyamah. One is the general signs, the mutlaq alamat. Like evil becoming very, very rife and common. Immorality, indecency. You will not find people that are trustworthy any longer. Huge, huge posts being given to people that are unworthy. They know absolutely nothing. But these posts are given to them. These are the general signs of Qiyamah. And this we see every day before us. And the others are those signs of Qiyamah after which very soon Qiyamah is going to take place. Hazrat Huzaifa radiallahu ta'ala mentions that on one occasion we were sitting and we were talking and Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam came to us. He said, what were you people talking about? 
So they said, Ya Rasulullah, we were talking about Qiyamah. So Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, that Qiyamah will not take place until you observe and you witness ten signs. When you see these ten signs, then it is an indication that now Qiyamah is going to take place. Obviously, this is the occasion of Jumu'ah. We cannot even discuss one properly. But one of the signs of Qiyamah is this, that there will be a smoke that will fill up the horizon on the eastern and the western side. And this smoke that will be in the horizon will cause the kuffar to become unconscious. And as for the mu'mineen and believers, it will just be like a little flu for them. This is towards the ending. This is one of the latter signs of Qiyamah. So this is one sign of Qiyamah. Another sign of Qiyamah which we will discuss today very briefly is the emergence of the Dajjal. All these phones and laptops and all that you see, this is all the forward to Dajjal. All these WhatsApp messages and whatever else it might be. So Dajjal, he will be one-eyed. And it is mentioned such supernatural acts Dajjal will carry out that many, many people will be misled by Dajjal. His stay on the surface of the earth will be just 40 days. The first day will be equivalent to one year. The second day will be equivalent to one month. And the third day will be equivalent to one week. And thereafter, every other day will be like a normal day. According to the narration of Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala, he will come out from the east, he will emerge from the east, which is known as Khurasan today. He will come out from Khurasan. And according to other narrations, he will come out of Iraq. There are different narrations in regards to where the Jal will emerge from. In one narration it comes that he is a shaitan. From amongst the shayateen, he is actually a shaitan. And currently he has been chained up in a particular island. He has been chained up with 70 chains. It is unknown whether Sulaiman al-Islam chained him up or who chained the Jal. But 70 chains. And as he comes closer to the time when he will be freed from those chains, every year one chain will open up. So in other words, it will take 70 years for those chains to open up until finally the last chain breaks loose. When he is freed, a donkey will be brought before him. And this will be such a huge donkey that from one ear of, of the donkey to the other ear will be 40 handspans of the jal. That's what a big donkey this will be. On this donkey, he will put a member of copper and he will, seat, he will be seated on this member. And various tribes of the jinnat will be with the jal. They will remove the treasures from the earth for him. They will assist him in killing people. All this the jinnat will do for the jal. Hazrat Asma bint Yazid radiallahu ta'ala anha. She said that one occasion Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam came to my house. And Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam made mention of the jal. And on this occasion Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam mentioned that one of the worst fitnas of the jal will be he will come to a person that is a Bedouin. Bedouin generally, the Bedouins are simple minded people. He will come to a Bedouin. And the most valuable asset of the, of the Bedouins is generally the animals. 
So he will come to a Bedouin and he will tell the Bedouin that your camel, if I bring it back to life, will you believe that I am Rabb, I am Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala? Now look, the test of Iman, in the COVID also was a test of Iman. Who will come to the masjid and who will stay away from the masjid? Here also is only the test of Iman. So will you believe that I am your Rabb if I bring this camel back to life? So he said, he will say, yes, I will believe that you Rabb, you Allah Ta'ala, if you can bring this camel back to life. He will go to another person. And he will tell him that your brother and your father has passed away. If I bring your brother and your father back to life, will you believe that I'm your Rabb? I'm Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala na'udhu billah. The person will say, I believe. I will believe that you Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala if you bring them back to life. Hazrat Asma radiallahu ta'ala says that at that time Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam left. He left the house. After a little while Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam came back and he came to the entrance of the house. What we will see, the door frame. He put his hand onto the door frame. And he asked Hazrat Asma radiallahu ta'ala, what's the problem, what's wrong? All of them were worried. They were full of grief. Today do we even make dua every day? Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min fitnatil masihid dajjal. Wallah, you protect me. Protect my family, protect my progeny, protect the ummah from the fitna of the jal. Do we even make this dua? It is mentioned in one narration, only 12,000 people, men, will remain as Muslims and 7,000 women. 12,000 Muslim men, they will remain upon iman and 7,000 women, the rest Allah Ta'ala knows what will be their condition. So Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam came back, he asked her, what's the problem? She said, Ya Rasulullah, you spoke of the jal, it has taken our hearts out of its place. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, on this occasion, he told her, he says that if I am living at that time, I will be sufficient for you. And if I am not living at that time, then Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala will be my khalifa. Allah ta'ala will be in place of me. Allah ta'ala will suffice the mu'mineen and the believers. She was a sahabiya, look at how far her mind was. She said, Ya Rasulullah, we know our condition that when we make roti, when we're kneading the dough, at the time when we're just kneading the dough, the roti hasn't been prepared as yet. We can't even wait for that food to eat that food. What is going to be our condition when the jal appears? What she was explaining? That our tolerance level is so low that we can't wait for food when we are hungry. The jal will come at a time when there will be famine. There won't be any food. And the rotis will be in the hands of the jal and his followers. They will have the food. So at that time, what do we do at such a time? Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam mentioned that that which satiates and that which is the nourishment of the inhabitants of the heavens, that will be the nourishment of you people as well. At that time, the tasbih of Allah wa ta'ala, the taqdis of Allah ta'ala, the dhikr of Allah wa ta'ala, that will be sufficient for you. So this is a test where our iman is going to be tested by Allah wa ta'ala. It is mentioned in another narration, it comes... That when the jal appears, there will be three groups. The first group will be those people that will follow the jal. The second group will be those people that will run away. They will go to the villages of their forefathers. They will run away. They will say, that is our place of protection. And the third group, they will get together and they will go to the river Furat, the Euphrates River. Euphrates River in Iraq. And here they will get together to fight the jal when they go to the river, at the same time in Yemen, on the eastern side of Yemen, the people of Iman, the true believers, they will gather on the eastern side of Yemen. 
And they will start preparing an army to send them to Iraq as well to fight against the Jal. Nabi alayhi salatu mentioned in this hadith, how perfectly it has been described that in this army, like today the ISIS came, everyone was confused whether this is the true army or this is the wrong army. But how it came out that these were all fraudsters. So here Nabi alayhi salatu also made it very very clear that there will be one person, according to one narration it comes, he will be on a bright red horse. And in another narration it comes, red, between red and yellow. Red and yellow and there will be spots on this horse. That in this army there will be one person that will be riding this particular horse. But any person that is in this army and he goes to fight the Jal, there's no question of him coming back. He will go forever. And at that time, the Ahl Kitab will say that Isa alayhi salatu will kill the Jal. In another narration of Hazrat Umama radiallahu ta'ala, Nabi alayhi salatu said, when the Jal comes, he will travel the north and he will travel the south. But at that time, remain steadfast on your iman, remain firm on your iman. When he will come, Nabi alayhi salam said that the first thing he will say, he will say, I'm the Nabi. But Nabi alayhi salam told us that after me there is no more Nabi to come. So he cannot be the Nabi because there is no Nabi to come after me. Then he will say, I am Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. But Nabi alayhi salam said that you cannot see Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala in this world. Our eyes don't have the capability. It doesn't have the potential of seeing Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. لا تدركه الأبصار that these eyes cannot see Allah tabarak wa ta'ala Musa al-Islam asked to see Allah he couldn't see Allah ta'ala when Allah tajalli came on the mountain it crushed to pieces so Nabi al-Islam said that these eyes cannot see Allah ta'ala in this dunya yes we believe in the akhirat we will see Allah tabarak wa ta'ala ujuhu yawma idhin nadira ila rabbiha nadira we will see Allah ta'ala in the akhirat but not in dunya the second thing Nabi al-Islam said that he has one eye he is one eye blind Allah Ta'ala is not one eye blind. And the third thing, he will have the letters Kaaf, Fa and Ra written on his forehead. Which every mu'min, whether he is literate or illiterate, he will be able to read these letters that this is the Jal, this is the Kafir. Nabi Ali Islam said, another fitna of the Jal will be, in the same hadith, he says another fitna of the Jal would be, when he comes, he will come with Jannat and he will come with Jahannam. But in reality, his Jannat will be Jahannam. And his Jahannam in reality will be Jannat. So Nabi Islam says that if he has to catch a mu'min and he has to put him into his Jahannam, then at that time recite the beginning verses of Suratul Kahf. Our protection is in Suratul Kahf that every Friday we should recite Suratul Kahf. And if a person can't make it to recite the entire Suratul Kahf on the day of Jumu'ah, the minimum he can do the first 10 verses of Surah Kahf and the last 10 verses of Surah Kahf. So Nabi alayhi salatu said that recite the verses of Surah Al-Kahf, the beginning verses, and plead to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala to protect you. He says the result and the consequence of this is Allah tabarak wa ta'ala will make that fire like the fire of Namrud for Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, where it became cool, it became salamati, it became peace for Ibrahim alayhi salam the fire of the Jal will also become cool and peace and salamati for a person. And in this narration, Nabi alayhi salatu mentions that he will go to a Bedouin and he will tell the Bedouin that if I bring your deceased father alive, will you believe that I'm your Rabb? So that person will say, I will believe. So shaitan will actually come 
Shaitan will come in the form of his deceased father. And Shaitan will tell this person that this is Allah, this is your Rabb. Believe in this particular person. Imagine a person, he sees his father coming out from the Qabr. And your father is telling you that this is your Rabb, believe in your Rabb. If a person's Iman is not 100%, what will happen to a person? So this is how the Jal will test a person. And then in this hadith, Nabi alayhi salatu mentions that the Jal will kill a person and he will bring that person back to life, he will revive him. But this opportunity he will only have once. He won't be able to do it for the second time. He'll only do it once. He will kill a person. After killing him, he will say, is there any other Rabb besides me? And then he will revive that person, he will bring him back to life. When he brings him back to life, he will ask him, He'll say that, who is your Rabb? This person will be a person of Iman. He will say, my Rabb is Allah. You are the enemy of Allah, you Dajjal. And then Nabi alayhi salatu mentioned in this narration, that he will be able to make the skies rain down water. He will be able to make the earth grow crops. He will pass by one particular locality, and the people of this locality will reject him. They'll say, we don't believe Allah ta'ala. We don't believe in you, you're a liar. It is mentioned that when they respond in this way, all the animals of that locality will die. What a test. Today when dunya, one little business matter we have, we fail in that business matter, little interest-bearing transaction, we fail. What will be the condition at that time? All the animals will die. Today one little boycott or whatever it might be, or there's looting, we immediately run for insurance. What is going to be the condition then? All the animals die. And then he'll go to another locality. The people of this locality will say that we believe you are Rabb. In this locality it will start raining. Crops will start growing. The animals will return home that evening with much more milk than they ever had before this. So when a person, when he's in difficulty, when there's no rain, there's no crops, there's no food, and he sees all these things before him, how isn't the iman of a person tested at that particular time? Time is already up. Nabi alayhi salatu mentioned, I'll finish on this. The Nabi alayhi salatu mentioned, 13,000 Jewish women, 13,000 Jewish women will be the followers of Dajjal. It will be difficult for a person to protect his woman from following him. Nabi alayhi salatu mentioned, Allah ta'ala have mercy on that man that stops his wife, that protects his wife and stops her from following Dajjal. And then Nabi alayhi salatu also mentioned in another narration, he says that any person that opposes the jal, Jannah will become wajib upon him. Nabi alayhi salatu says, when the jal comes, recite the initial verses of Surah Al-Kahf. Recite these verses and tell him, you are the jal, you are the jal, you are the jal. He won't be able to get you into any fitna. So the fitna, we have been warned about the fitna. And Nabi alayhi salatu has given us the protection also in another hadith. It comes that Quran Sharif is your protection. Recite Quran Sharif. Allah wa ta'ala will protect you. Allah wa ta'ala protect us. We should make dua to Allah wa ta'ala continuously also. And every Friday we should try and recite our Surah Al-Kahf. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. <laughs>